Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. What is at the center of this McCallum misspeak? You know, he went on for 40 minutes and we're to believe that it was, well, just a little bit of wrong information. But no, he, he spoke for 40 minutes to a Chinese-only media and Chinese uh, crowd about something now that is worldwide headlines and not at all what the Canadian government has been telling us. And so, yeah, it's a foreign diplomo- diplomacy nightmare. Uh, but the prime minister standing by his guy. So where does it go now? Let's ask. Aaron O'Toole is, of course, the shadow minister of foreign affairs. He joins us now. Mr. O'Toole, I I, I sense by now you've likely heard Mr. McCallum's uh, issued statement that uh, he, quote, misspoke. Um, And the government clearly is standing by him. Are you buying this uh, explanation? Absolutely not. You know, you don't misspeak when you hold a press conference and have a detailed list of three legal arguments. Uh, It wasn't an errant sentence or statement. It was a very well thought out uh, uh, press conference, and so I don't think it was an accident. I think his walk back today is is directed by the PMO. Okay, so is it your belief that Mr. Um, McCallum was simply doing what the the Prime Minister's office told him to do? Yeah, that was my concern. He was back in Canada to brief the cabinet on the situation with China. A few days later. He held a press conference, primarily with uh, Chinese-language media, where he seemed to sort of undermine the case that the Department of Justice has uh, has brought against Ms. Meng. So I, I don't see that being independent. I, think, I see it being connected with his discussions with the Prime Minister and his Cabinet. And what would the strategy be there? Was this, um, you know, to do outreach with the Chinese community? Was this uh, all about, you know, shoring up votes in the next election? Or was this to somehow spread some message to the Chinese government uh, that, you know, clearly was, well, misspoken? Only they know that, Alex. I think I think there's a chance they may have been sending a signal to China to suggest that uh, they should relax because there's a good chance the extradition could be thrown out. My concern is that what he did essentially undermines a case that has not been heard by the B.C. courts yet. And will the defense lawyers for Ms. Meng bring up the fact that a Canadian official questioned the case? This is why you don't comment on active cases. So did they do this to to cause disruption? I don't know. It's very concerning. Right. But is this how diplomacy is supposed to work when you have, you know, quiet meetings with um, only Chinese media? I mean, have you ever seen anything like this in Canada, you know, Canadian history? No. You know, and this isn't quiet diplomacy. If you have a press conference with media, even if it's just a few select media, that's wide open, that's public. There was a period for quiet diplomacy in this whole Huawei arrest case. And when we had our confidential meeting with Mr. McCallum, it was clear the Trudeau government blew that period for quiet diplomacy. 
I'm restricted in somewhat I, what mm-hmm. I can say, but I said at the time there was zero plan at the beginning, and there's no plan now, and they seem to be making it up as they go along. The Chinese media have been playing um, Mr. McCallum's comments apparently quite uh, readily, being you know spun as propaganda as they do, and and he is being uh, looked upon kind of as a hero in China right now, and. You know, I feel like the country has been um, has sold this, our soul to the devil. Um, how much damage has this done? Do you think considerable damage? You know, there's a chance that he undermined a legal process right now, and that that is worthy of firing, as Andrew Shear indicated. The fact that Trudeau's backing him up leads me to believe that this was all calculated by the Liberal government. Their former minister, John McCallum, uh, who had given them the briefing, who was involved from the very beginning in December, was marched out to basically cause this confusion and maybe undermine the case. Okay, and so where does this go now? Because I'm quite sure that this six were, uh, you know, this six sentence statement, which of course the media was not invited to any kind of, you know, question it, nothing. This statement, I, I think, is to put the issue to bed. This is not going away, though. No, and the House of Commons returns on Monday. I can guarantee you, Alex, next week will be a lot of attention on the mishandling of the China situation, the status of the Canadians being held there a number of the administrative detentions. This has been a mess for almost two months now. Mr. Shear said he would fire um, Mr. McCallum if, if this were a conservative government. Um, what would be the fallout of, of, of removing Mr. McCallum? Like, I don't understand how he goes back now to China with any confidence of Canadians, let alone uh, being taken seriously by China. Like, I don't understand how he moves forward in this role with any kind of clear competency. I don't either, and that's the point Andrew was making. Some commentators today, I think it was Andrew Coyne, suggested that he looked more like China's ambassador to Canada as opposed to Canada's ambassador to China. Uh, He should not be um, trying to curry favor with his host country. He represents our interests. The problem with uh, an ambassador like him, he was in the Liberal cabinet one day, Mm -hmm and then snap, the Prime Minister appoints him to this position to get a free trade agreement with China. That has gone nowhere. The relationship has floundered. There's a major diplomatic crisis. And remember, he's still kind of a liberal operative. And so he's not a professional diplomat like Mr. Mulroney and some of the others we've heard from. So how how, how does this get fixed? I mean, can Mr. McCallum stay? And how does this get fixed? Because, I mean... It's not. This damages the entire country, and I get that there'll, there'll be a lot of politics played at this, but it is not in, in the best interest of Canadians, certainly not those who have been kidnapped and are being detained or are on death row, um, to play politics with this. Well, it also undermines our relationship with the United States. Yeah. You know, their extradition um, procedural documents will be submitted on January 30th. Are they going to view the fact that Canada's own ambassador tried to spike the case? Would they know? Would they have heard that? Uh, oh, they'd be following this just as much as the Chinese. And it, that's why it's ridiculous for somebody to get into the merits of a case that hasn't even been heard in court yet. The Americans might say, hey, the Canadians are trying to undermine the extradition that they said back December 1st they were going to execute. And have you heard from any American officials uh, questioning that? Any concerns? 
Uh, not yet. I think they're waiting to see what happens with the ambassador, and which is why Andrew Shears' uh, suggestion that he should be let go is sound. Both the Chinese would see him as suspect now, and the Americans would see him as undermining their extradition. I don't see how he can stay in that position. We've been advocating for well over a month for the prime minister to just pick up the darn phone and call his counterpart. Right. Why is he not willing to do this in what is probably the most high-profile diplomatic dispute Canada's been in maybe since his India trip? Right. And have you ever, oh, I guess I was <laughs> answers my next question, has there ever been a diplomatic, um, for lack of a better term, screw-up uh, that we have seen in Canadian history? Let's put, let's, let, let's, Give them a break on India. We know the debacle that was. But is there any other, uh, you know, uh, diplomacy uh, failure that you can uh, compare to this? You know, you would have to go back to probably his his father, Pierre Trudeau, who rubbed uh, the Americans the wrong way. He mocked the Queen with his little pirouette. He supplied nuclear technology to India, which was used in, in manufacturing the nuclear bomb. The, he, he was a disaster on the foreign policy stage as well, and his, his son is one-upping him. Well, we'll, uh, I guess, see what tomorrow brings, but boy, this, uh, this thing gets messier by the day. Uh, Mr. O'Toole, thanks so much for joining us. Anytime, Alex. Thank you. That is uh, Aaron O'Toole, Conservative MP for the Durham area, uh, Durham area, and of course he's the shadow minister. So this is his thing. And you can just tell, this thing, Monday is the first time they've been back. Since all of this stuff broke, so there's no question there's going to be a lot to talk about, especially given that tomorrow could also produce another enormous headline, depending on what uh, we learn coming out of the RCMP. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.